Somos un grupo de estudiantes viviendo en el Houston Valley de Nueva York. Nos importa que nuestras voces sean escuchadas. Y entonces hemos creado este podcast donde la edad no importa. Y los jóvenes también pueden hablar de las políticas y sobre los problemas comunes. Nuestro grupo da voz a muchos que no tienen el derecho de opinar sobre problemas de día a día. We are a group of students living in New York's Hudson Valley. We care about our voices being heard, so we created this podcast where age doesn't matter and young people can talk about politics and shared problems. Our group gives voices to many who don't have the right to have opinions on society's problems. Welcome to the new episode. Today we will talk about the 2020 election and the different ways to vote. There are two parts to this episode one recorded before the election and one the day after. Enjoy! Bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio. Hoy hablaremos sobre la, la elección de 2020 y la manera distinta de votar. Hay dos partes de este episodio. Una que, que fue grabada antes de las elecciones y la otra al día siguiente. Disfruten. Honestly, I feel like it's I don't know, I feel excited, but at the same time, I feel worried about what's going to happen. Like, what people are going to, like, once we know who won, like, the elections, I feel, I'm worried about how people are going to react, you know? It depends, because the people that won certain um, candidate to work, I mean, to one, they're going to be, like, good, but then what about the rest that they don't like him? It's going to be, like, a tough time, I guess. Honestly, I feel like... For me, it doesn't matter who wins, like, who's going to win, but, like, the one who has, like, the more, like, who's going to be, like, a better person and a better place for everyone else, you know? Honestly, so far, what I've seen about Trump, like, right now, I don't think he's going to be, like, a good president for the next few years, you know? Like, for me, I don't just, the the way he'd be describing, like, everyone else, like, his spectrum expressions and stuff i just don't agree with him in many stuff immigration yaki que piensas de eso i don't know do you feel like you have a a favorite candidate i'll definitely pick joe because i feel like he'll fit better than trump because he supports some stuff that trump doesn't and yeah Fuck Trump. I hate Trump. There. Better. Uh, he's a big meanie. He bully me. He bully everybody. Uh, he could be racist. Uh, racist. And big racist. I think one thing that's on my mind is like, um, I don't know. The more I think about like the election and like the closer it becomes to election day, I realize like that I'm kind of nervous about how it'll turn out. Um, but right now, like the most thing on my mind is like absentee ballots and you know, um, how it'll take a while for the results for everything to be counted because there are so many like absentee ballots and you know, there are so many, um, there's just so much to, to kind of count for um, at this election. And so it's gonna take a while for, for the results to be out. And it's just gonna be like, a bit nerve wracking um, to see what turns out. But obviously as like my feelings towards Trump, like, you know, just, I don't, I don't 
like anything he stands for. I think he's, you know, I think he's a racist. He's racist. Um, you know, all the things I don't even want to get started about like his positions on immigration and like his, the, the nasty comments he has said about undocumented immigrants, just it's awful. So I just, if I were to say one thing about Trump, I just, I just don't like him. I think all politicians lie to get into a position. So you really need to, for me at least, I judge a person based on like their morals, I guess, like what they actually believe in. And Trump obviously believes in white superiority. Um, and he is going, is doing a lot of things against marginalized communities. And I happen to be part of a marginalized community. And so does my family and a lot of people that I know. So I'm going to do everything in my power to try to vote him out. Um, you can tell other folks to vote. You can raise your voice in social media. You can protest um, peacefully. Uh, you could just, I know a lot of people our age and younger aren't into politics. I know a lot of people from where I'm from, friends from high school aren't into politics, telling them to vote. They have, a, they like, if we all come together, we have a pretty united and strong voice. So just awareness, raising awareness. Do people in your life, like maybe your parents or your friends or your teachers, talk about that, about Joe Biden? No. Have you heard a lot about Trump over the past four years? Yes, I dislike him. Like the immigration stuff. Are you guys at all scared or anxious or nervous about like if Trump were to win again? And what makes you nervous? if anything. It's just so nerve-wracking how like the electoral college like it doesn't come down to the popular vote instead it comes down to the electoral college and like no matter how many people um want Trump to be out of office office um it all comes down to the the swing states um and how that kind of gives them a bit more power um and like it's just, it's just nerve wracking. I think I, I get a bit anxious just thinking about it. So when Melissa says electoral college, do you know what that means? No, not really. I could try explaining it. So the electoral college is basically, um, it was a system made up, um, in, in kind of like an answer to like demands from small states, um, that small states were worried that bigger states would like kind of overtake them in um in voting um in state representatives so they they formed um, the electoral college which basically gives like a certain amount of votes for each state um so say um so new york is called like a blue state um typically like all the votes um that new york has goes towards um a democratic candidate and then there's also red states, which goes to the Republican candidates. So essentially the the candidate that, that wins the most amount of votes in a state kind of gets all the all the votes in the electoral college, which is different from the popular vote. Um, and the, the electoral college is basically like, uh, I guess people who, who vote in the end um, for the president, I guess. So even though like, some there might be like a close 
uh, a l small difference between the votes in the state, the it doesn't matter. Like the majority ends up going to one candidate and it doesn't get like divided up really. I think that's one of like the major um, arguments people have against the electoral college and one of the main problems with it. Um, but there, there might be something else that I missed. So if anyone else wants to jump in. I think one important thing to talk about that wasn't explained to me when I was um, first learning about this, a big issue back then was slavery because the U.S. Uh, had a lot of enslaved people, mostly in the South, because there were just these giant plantations, these huge farms. And so states with less people really wanted to be able to preserve that system in which people were enslaved. And so they put up a really big fight about having this electoral college system that gives more voice to smaller states. I don't feel like it's something bad because like, it depends, like, if you are voting and you know people are going to vote for someone else, like, for a good change, I feel like it's good, like, they're making that, like, the way they're making it right now, too. Do you think the Electoral College is a good thing? Yeah, I mean, it depends, though. Because, like, if if the they're all voting for the people that is, like, a bad guy and you wouldn't want him to vote, but then that's going to be a bad thing like for you, maybe not for everyone else, but for you. But if everyone is voting for that guy that you want him to vote, then it's, it will be like a good thing. It has like, um, it's pros and cons true. Have you heard about the Electoral College before? Nope. Did you understand when Melissa explained it? Sort of, but not, not that much. Do you have any questions about it? Uh, no, not really. Did you know about this before? No. I don't know. I feel like it's a good thing. Um, I would say in some ways it is unjust. It kind of defeats the purpose of a democracy. You're supposed to have each individual voice matter as much as a voice on somebody on like Supreme Court or whatever, like in terms of voting. And if you're having this electoral college, I'm sure there's ways to manipulate it. Um, and you don't win a public vote by millions and still lose in the electoral college. In many ways, it is unjust. I have never heard of like, I feel like the first time I heard of like bashing of the electoral college was after the 2016 election. Like I've never really heard anything about it from previous elections. So I don't know how big of a role I played in those or maybe the results were just concrete but um it'd definitely be interesting to see an election without it no he he's not a good president and those and the people who think that he is a good president then uh they're completely stupid so how do you think you might feel if for like a week after the election we don't know who won yet um I have, I don't know. Do you think maybe you might be a little bit nervous? Uh, no, not really. What about you, Yaki? Can you repeat the question again? 
if we don't know for a little while, which is possible after the election, like maybe we might not know for a few days or a week or something like that. Do you think you'll be nervous in that time or will you be excited or, or you maybe won't have any feelings about it at all? What do you think? I really don't know. Yeah, I really don't know either. Maybe I'm going to be like anxious about, about it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like every, I think there's just going to be a lot of people holding their breaths. I think it's going to be the general vibe. Um, and who knows? It might be a little bit more like, you know, the vibes at Vassar might be a little bit different as we wait um, to see the the re- results. But it's it's a lot. I don't know. I, I'm going to check up on my family after this to see how they're uh, feeling and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> I will say it's like a flip of a coin, sort of. Um, one result can make this campus very um, gloomy, <laughs> to say the least. And one result will make a majority of campus um, happy or excited, isn't maybe excited because we've been through four years with Trump already. And um, there are individuals on campus that don't align with the majority. Um, And I feel like that like percentage will be um, like hiding their intentions. But for the majority, if Biden wins, I think campus will be all right, but I, if, if it really takes like a week or two for results to come out, we're on our way out. We have one foot out the door already for a lot of us because we're leaving on the 20th. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be a time where I think you should keep busy with other things to just distract yourself. In this next part, we discuss how we each follow the election results and our thoughts on it so far. En esta siguiente parte discutiremos cómo cada uno de nosotros sigue la elección y sus resultados y cada uno de nuestros pensamientos hasta ahora. So have you been in class today? Uh, yeah. What were you talking about in class? Uh, nothing. In uh, all day in school, none of the teachers talked about the election or anything. Uh, I guess I was okay with it. Well, just my history teacher was talking about the election. He was talking about like um how like he spent up. He was awake for a long time and watching to see who was gonna win, but like no one. Has- so you said that you're watching the live updates, right? Yes, I'm on YouTube. Do you know like what they mean when when results come in? Not at all. So I know we talked about the Electoral College last time. Do you kind of get a better sense for how that works now that we're watching the election results come in? See. Si. Are you watching the election results? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Who's that second voice? That's my younger sister. She's watching the election too. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Hello.
Hello. <laughs> I'm good. I'm just like tired. I don't know. I was talking to my sister about like, you know, the like possible results of this election. And she, you know, she seems pretty sure. So like, you know, yeah, I look up to my sister. So I'm like, okay, you know, like, oh, I believe you or whatever. Um, But yeah, I just, I'm tired. I just like stayed up um, very late last night, like refreshing the page that I was looking at for the results. And then it was, it was just, it was a lot. Yeah. I feel nervous about who's going to win. Who do you hope wins? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Have you watched it all with your family? Have you talked to your family about what's going on? Uh, no, I've been home alone. Okay. Have you talked to your friends? Like, have you called anybody or texted anybody? Yeah. They just asked me about it. So you're like the expert? Yes, it. So who do you think is going to win? Do you have a guess? Probably Biden. I'm tuning in and out to see the results. And how do you think it's going? I'm say good. Do you know where Dutchess County is? Uh, no. Okay, that's fine. We So we live in Dutchess County. That's where, like, Poughkeepsie is. Um, it's, like, the Mid-Hudson Valley area, so it's all around here. It's a New York Times graphic. It's a map of the state of New York, and you can scroll over all these different counties and see who they voted for for president. So if you scroll over Dutchess County, which is where we live, it's where Poughkeepsie is, you can see that it went... 50.8% of the people who voted in Dutchess County voted for Trump and 47.6% voted for Biden. So by just a little bit, it went to um, Trump. Is that surprising? Are you surprised that that Dutchess County went to Trump? Yes. yes. That he got the most votes here? I don't know, because sometimes I walk down the street and I just see, like, Trump sign. So I'm from New York City, and obviously I knew that New York City was going to go blue. Um, but since this isn't that far from New York City, I kind of expected it to go blue. That being said, I don't know the history of it and, like, which, um, whether it's right-leaning or left-leaning. Um, but I was looking at that map that Melissa sent and like even Staten Island right next to New York uh, went red. So I guess it's hard to tell. It depends on the folks living there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. I, I, I guess I am part of this county for half of, half of the year or like a little bit more than half of the year. So it is a little upsetting, I would say, to see it go towards Trump. But, you know, I'm happy that the state went blue as a whole. I come from Long Island. Um, I come more specifically from Suffolk County, which is like the, the little like tail sticking out of New York, um, like the, the edge. And um, Suffolk County has like always been red. That's just how like the popula population there, majority of it votes. So um, I'm kind of used to seeing it being red. And it's like not too far away from New York City either. Um, and it's just like a, a trend of like a lot of major cities to just kind of uh, have a huge um, or just to vote blue in general. So 
I don't know. And it's like really when you look at the map of at New York, you can see that like even though New York always goes blue, um, there's like a lot of uh, counties that vote red. Um, but just because of like population, like there's a bigger population that kind of votes for like um, that votes blue. I just wanted to talk a bit about like absentee ballots um, because I voted like with an absentee ballot because you know I can't go off campus and like you know um, my I'm registered to vote in a different place. Um, but there were a lot like controversy I think surrounding absentee balance um, on, on the Trump administration and how there's like a lot of worry that they're gonna like try to um, paint absentee ballots um, as like something fraudulent. Um, and cause it's been proven that like a lot of uh, absentee ballots will be um, Democrat votes. So it's something like really interesting to think about, I think. Um, and I don't, I don't know why um, a lot of absentee ballots will be for Democrats. Um, I guess that's just how like it was, it was stressed this election. I don't know. And then it'll take time for like those votes to be, to be counted. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. I do not know what that is. Basically an absentee ballot, ballot um, is where you basically get like this envelope um, with like your, what do you call it? Um, you get it with your ballot, um, which you fill out uh, uh, kind of saying what, who you vote for. Um, and then you, you fill it out and then you sign it. Um, and then you, you send it off to like the, through the mail and then they receive it. Yeah, you, you'd have to apply for one um, and then you'd get it and then you'd fill it out. You'd send it with like um, with uh, stamps and everything. Um, but there's also like kind of strict guidelines, I think, for, for absentee ballots. You have to have your signature. You have to fill out things like um, like it's kind of like a scantron. You have to fill it out or else it won't get counted correctly. And then it could be voided um, altogether. And then. For this year, it was different because there were a lot of people who who couldn't um, vote in their in their counties that they were registered in. So there were a lot of people who decided to fill out absentee ballots, and uh, it it takes a lot to get to arrive because of the U.S. Um, because of the post office, and there's so many complications with absentee ballots this year because there's just like so many people voted through absentee ballots. Um, but it's essentially where you just can't go to like in person to vote. So, which this year was because a lot because of COVID, right? People are afraid. Like I yeah. didn't go. I mean, I could have, but I didn't. I did an absentee ballot for Dutchess County. The absentee ballots they released or they received for this election, um, fourteen thousand of them, over fourteen thousand of them were for Democrats, and then um, for Republicans it was like five, a little over five thousand. So it, it's interesting to see how like absentee ballots kind of pan out. Do you guys remember the 2016 election? No. No. I'm 13 turning 14 next month. Do you know what polls are? Uh, I believe so. Uh, when you, uh, however many things and you choose one and the percentage, I think. It's like, it's just unpredictable. Um, like you can get it right sometimes and you can get it wrong sometimes. It's, I'm more surprised as to how much faith people put into these polls, especially after 
I guess most of the time it's right, right? But um, these last two elections, it's been like hit or miss. Um, I guess we'll see if it's hit or miss. Um, I don't know. It's it's really easy to put like expectations out there and have people like believe in them. And when they don't happen the specific way that it's like predicted that it's gonna happen, then people like like are surprised. And I'm not gonna say like, I don't fall into that category because I do. It's just easier to do that instead of like um, acknowledging that it's kind of, we can't predict what every vote's gonna be. Did you look at any polls before the election? No. So did you did you have a guess before the election about who was going to win? No. I'm nervous. Do you feel like people in your family are nervous too? Yeah. Thank you for coming to this week's episode. Hope you can make it and listen to the next one. Gracias por estar en este episodio y esperamos que puedan regresar y escuchar otro episodio.